What's good, family? Throw some of this quick dialogue in there, man. Make sure we go ahead and get this clear. Where we stand and, and, and how we doing what we doing. Alright? There's a lot going on in these streets, man. What's up, Nahisi? Black African power, man. Moxie Clan Warrior Official. Pseudo Killer. I'm a raw squad. What's up with you, man? Good to see you in the building, man. Good to see you in the building. Man, it's, it's interesting, man. Um, when you have discourse with, with intelligent people and, and scientifically literate people, they take on a lot of things. It's totally different than people running around in, on, on emotion, boy, I swear. <laughs> uh, real interesting, man. So we're going to kind of talk about that a little bit, man. All right. Kidnapped victims. Absolutely. They've kidnapped our emotions. Absolutely. They've kidnapped our minds. I get it. Let me get a couple more people in here, man. See who went here. And we can start rocking, man. Let's at least get five people up in here before we start uh, doing our thing and shit. Yep. Yeah, wait on that book, Nahisi. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get through mines too, man. My second book too, bro. It ain't easy, man. Trust me. Especially when you're putting out some good uh, scientific literature, man. You're doing it by yourself, man. It ain't easy. Where was my water at, man? Bring a bottle of water, man. Good morning, Reed. Science. Morning, Reed, y'all. Reading about bats, man, how they navigate using mental images of their world. Yeah. Shout out to Brother Ben, man. Killmonger's Corner. Simple as that. So, we know what's going on, family. We get it. I see you, Samuel. What's up with you? All right. Mr. Smith. Got seven people here. This is good enough for me. All right. Seven intelligent people, y'all, go a long way than seven dumb people. Trust me with that. So, <clears throat> based off of the media coverage, right, social media, all right, it seems to be a rash of police shootings, particularly on black people. All the imagery, um, all the rioting, the situation has been absolutely heightened. All right? So that's what social media does. It, it, it feeds into the feeding frenzy, right? It's like a feeding frenzy. Based a lot of misinformation coming through YouTube, a lot of misinformation coming through Facebook. It's, it's overwhelming at times. And then the big news stations, CNN and all that, TNT, all the CBS and ABC, right? The way they cover it, right? It's very interesting to me. All right. Now, I don't deal with the conspiracies, right? Um, but what I do know is, is that if your competitor is covering it 
you're damn straight you better cover it too. So at the end of the day, you have no choice, right? But to cover it, okay? So Floyd's death, brother Floyd's death, kicked off the whole rounds of all of a sudden we realized that black lives matter, right? Last time I checked, when the first African got kidnapped out of Africa, right? Black lives mattered. Black lives have always mattered. So I don't, I don't kind of understand how now black lives matter. Very interesting to me. Human lives matter, but in particular, right? Since I function under the banner, you know what I'm saying, of the African-American, right? Black lives have always mattered to me. Now, human lives matter, but in particular, black lives play a special role in my life because it was black lives that gave birth to me. Simple as that. And I use the word kidnapping, right? Because kidnapping is essential, right? In charting the crimes and the criminal activity against Africans in Africa. It, it, it starts off, the whole business started off with crime. And if you say the slave trade, the slave trade was not illegal. Now, you might not have liked it. You might not have felt it. You might have thought it was illegal. But in the course of business, right, in the course of law, right, based off of the way they had their laws and guidelines, it was legal. As a matter of fact, I don't deal with the Bible because slavery is legal in the Bible. Slavery is legal in the Old Testament. Slavery is uh, uh, legal in the New Testament, right? Slavery is legal in the damn Quran. Slavery was legal in, 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 in Greece. Slavery was legal in, in Rome, Persia, right? All the Mediterranean states, slavery was legal. Simple as that. So you talking about, well, they owe some money for slavery. Yeah, they don't owe you money for slavery, for real, because it was a legal enterprise. Then it became illegal. So we're not even going to start with that. Let's start with the fact, right, that kidnapping has always been illegal in the Bible, but freeze for a minute. When I say slavery was legal in the Bible, I'm saying that the God that they claim is the God of the bounding universe, and this is why I'm a real black atheist, right? The God that they claim, right, that is the God of the bounding universes, actually puts in rules and regulations for slavery. So if you if if you got rules and regulations for something, then you are in support of that something. You just want to be the regulatory commission towards it. You want to be the one to regulate it. And you regulate it so that it's in your favor. So that means you're actually in support of it. Right? Simple as that. There's no cut calls on that. So why would I pray to, why would I believe in a cultural deity that is in the wholesale support, right, of slavery based off what my ancestors been through? I wouldn't do it. And the only reason other people would do it because your minds have been kidnapped. And this is the only reason why you would actually support the Old Testament. So for all the crazy black Hebrews that talking black Hebrew this and black Hebrew that, come on, man, y'all in support of slavery, bro. You're God that knows everything, that knew who's going to be here, actually supports that institution. I find it to be very, very funny and very, very misleading and crazy as hell. All right? So, the Bible does not support kidnapping. It is illegal for kidnapping 
in the Old Testament. It is illegal for kidnapping in the New Testament. It is illegal for kidnapping in the Quran. It is illegal for kidnapping in the Mediterranean. It is illegal for kidnapping in Rome and in Greece. That is illegal. Look it up. Look up kidnapping. Go to the Encyclopedia Britannica. Go to the Encyclopedia uh, Wikipedia. It is illegal. Huh. Okay, so now that we establish why we call it the kidnapping trade, because we're dealing with the legality of it and how illegal it is from the onset. So when they stepped foot in Africa, snatched up Africans, African mothers, sisters, and brothers, and babies, it was an illegal enterprise. Now, for all y'all to make the statement, well, uh, you know, how can you figure out what they owe us and how they owe us and why they owe us? Like, how can you identify the first person that enslaved somebody? Man, we're not looking for the first person that enslaved somebody. We're looking for the business records that prove and show that we was kidnapped. Guess what, y'all? And this is what y'all miss. Slavery was a business, and it was a legal enterprise. Shipping and commerce, you was a part of that. You was worth no more than a damn can of paint. Now, you might have been a little more valuable than a can of paint. But the point I'm making is that you were no more better than shadow cattle. You were no more better than some syrup or some rum. You were treated as such. And since you were treated as products and goods, because yes, you was, right? Then they have a record of the products and goods, you being that, right? So that the, the, the transcontinental kidnapping trade is one of the most documented enterprises in the history of the earth. Why is that? Because it is the global enterprise. It is the global business of the time. Y'all can't tell me they don't owe for that. Y'all tripping. Y'all can't tell me that that should always be the teachings that you teach your babies. First, when they come out the womb, they already know, man, they owe us. And we're going to fight for this. And that's not hard. Simple as that. So it's very documented. And if you and if and if you're not documented on it, then you don't fucking owe us. Then you were slick enough not to document your shit. Right, but we got enough documentation for insurance companies. We we know they had insurance policies, so we know what insurance companies they are. As a matter of fact, we know so much about it that insurance companies trying to hurry up, and I call it getting ahead of it. They go ahead and apologize. We're gonna give a couple million of this. Man, the hell with that. Okay, the hell with all that. Right? So you got people that took out insurance policies. So we know the people that took out the insurance policies. We know the countries that took out the insurance policies. We know the shipbuilding industry that supported it. We know the chain, the metal industry that supported it. We know the clothing companies that support it. We know everything about it. So it ain't hard to come up with a goddamn number. This is what is most important right to kidnap africans in north america not your damn religion not how many police shooting at you none of that don't matter y'all and i'm trying to tell you so you should wonder how does brother unk's brain go from kidnapping to you owe me some damn money what about all the stuff in between well hell if you take care of that part of it right what let me get this straight when i say cut the check because I had a brother, you know, we, we we talked about it and he kind of felt a certain way by me just saying cut the check because to him it wasn't explained enough, right? He said, you need to go into detail what you mean by cut the check because his mind goes straight to money, okay? I got you. When I say cut the check, I mean all the things that are involved, meaning we need institutions built. We need income. We not only need money, we need residual income over generations, Right. 
We need uh, uh, land parcels. You know they said we supposed to got 40 acres in the mule. I take a damn car and a couple acres. <laughs> Along with, right, making sure we all get free education, okay? Making sure uh, uh, that we have institutions in our community, right, that would help us get straight mentally. See, this is a big thing. See, there is no case study. We are the living case study of a people that has been through four, five hundred years, right, of one kidnapping, which ends up being enslavement, Jim Crow, being locked up at high rates, being shot at high rates, civil rights movements, watching our leaders get gunned down, right? Watching us fight amongst each other, killing each other, being in gangs, a, a desensitized murder, you know what I'm saying? Watching it play out on social media, all these things affect the human mind. And I'm telling you, because when you come from Vietnam or World War One, World War II, when you come from the Persian Gulf, you know what I'm saying? They already know you're going to be mentally unstable because I was in the Marine Corps and I'm telling you now. They know. There's a study for the mental mentality of those who've been through war. It's trauma and it's passed on. And we know trauma can at least be passed on from the mother to the baby. But they replay that trauma over and over again. So the same way when the police pull up behind you, right? Uh, there's a mentality that takes place. You automatically have fear in you. And this is what I really want to talk about. Stop scaring your damn babies. Stop allowing the media, right, to place the fear in your heart. Like all of a sudden, the police are the boogeyman. Really? Like all of a sudden, because they got on some uniforms, there's something different. Really? See, I know where the hell I'm at. I understand who people are. And if you got a gun, I don't care if you're the goddamn police or the stick-up man. I did a post. I say, just treat the police like a stick-up man. When the stick-up man come, you either get the hell up out of there, right? Or you do what the hell he say. There is no in-betweens. There should be no hesitation. If the police is coming, break. You might get shot in the back. You might not. But have a damn plan and a decision for that. Or shut the hell up, cooperate, and we're going to bail you out. When I say we, I mean your family should be able to bail you out. Simple. Ain't no well, uh, man, your job as African-Americans, man, is to get home to your mother and your father, man. Your job as an African-American, get home to your damn babies. That's your job. And guess what the police job is? <laughs> Whether y'all know it or not. Their job is to get home to their damn families. So you got two Human, you got two groups of human beings. Both of them need to get home. Oh, um, man, that's not fair. Fair is a place where they judge pigs. So all that he shot me too many times, you're not going to get that break. Because once a human being starts shooting, they might not stop. Once a human being starts stomping you out, they might not stop. So you giving too much credit to the institution of police department. Man they, man, they just like everybody else, man. They subject to the same foolery. Not to mention, don't let them be right, white. Then they got a whole different worldview. They got a whole different perception of who you are. And I'm saying is, we are intelligent enough to make sure that our children know that. See, we didn't got too goddamn comfortable around here. Oh, we African-Americans and, you know, we supposed to get these. You ain't supposed to get nothing. Ain't nobody giving you nothing. You supposed to fortify your communities. Put your community in a position to protect themselves against the oppression. 
to make sure that the community is at the proper social economic status where they can protect themselves. You can't protect yourself, bro. That's why it is essential for them to cut the damn check. No. So let's get back to the social media thing. Let's get back to how to keep showing these images of the African-American getting shot down over and over and over and over again. You would swear that it was a million of getting shot every damn day. You would swear that it is the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. Let's put some numbers here. Before I put some numbers here, let's establish something the way I feel. And I'm pretty damn sure the rest of the families, the pseudo killers, the Amaral squad, the Mozzie clan warriors, NBK way, right? I'm sure that they feel the same way I feel. There's absolutely no reason in my heart why a white police officer should not afford black people the opportunity to proper due process. I'm going to say this again. There's absolutely no reason why any police, white or black, particularly white, does not allow due process. So you can go ahead and uh, shoot up a whole goddamn black church, right? And they can just go ahead and lock you up. And on the way to take you to the station, they take your ass to McDonald's. Where they do that at? See, in America, you supposed to be able to have a damn shootout. You could have shot 10 goddamn police. And once you stop shooting and put your hands up, you're supposed to be able to go to court. <laughs> a lot of times they afforded that goddamn opportunity. Trust me with that. So that's all we really saying. So I absolutely agree that regardless of whether you Floyd, whether you didn't want to get in the police car or not, right, you still deserve due process on that situation. At no point did you deserve to lose your damn life. So let's get all that straightened out the goddamn way before I say what I say. Let's get that straight. There is no cut calls on that. We're human beings, right? And we live in a country that supposedly supports human beings. Far better than any other country. At least that's what they promote. So we expect due process. It don't matter if I was high off cocaine or smoking weed or drinking drunk off a of Thunderbird. That shit don't matter. When you arrest me, man, there, there are rules and regulations, and we want those rules and regulations applied. Simple as that. Simple as that. Okay, now what we want and what we will get is two goddamn different things. That's why they got to cut the check, y'all, right? Because when you get the check cut and you put institutions in place, right, and your standards of education rise, then you can force, literally force people to treat you like you're supposed to be treated. Right now, you're at the mercy of the court. Oh, we're going to go ahead and boycott. We're not going to play a basketball game. Everybody calm down. Calm down. Breathe. Over drama, no over drama. What I want to say? Oh, wait a minute. Watching the news is like watching a television show. Simple as that. In your mind, black people are getting shot every day, and so you pass that fear on to your damn babies. Let's deal with some numbers here. All right. 96% of police shootings, fatal shootings, 
are towards people that are armed. Boy, Mother Nature ain't no joke, but that sun got that phone bubbling. Bubbling. All right, let's get back into the mode. Get back into the mode. All right, we back, we back, we back. Oh, I see you, kid. Pseudo killer official. Boy, pseudo killer official. I see you, Mr. Smith. I see you, DC Grit. What's good with you? Mika. So, where was I at? 96%. All right. 96% of fatal police shootings by the police department occurred, right, with people that have weapons. Now, let's name some of the goddamn weapons. The overwhelming amount of people had real guns. There's a segment of people that had fake guns. You know you ain't gonna get no brick, no fake gun. Shovels, axes, knives, all kind of shit. And I'm gonna I'm put the document in the video so you can see it, right? Go to the Washington Post, right? Download that, and it's gonna show you the amount of people killed, right? And what weapons they had. So then that means that leaves 4%. That's how I check 96 plus 4 is 100. So 4%, right? of people that are fairly shot by the police department had no weapons. Now, does that mean the whole 4% wasn't in the midst of doing something? No. Does it mean that the 4% of people was doing something? No. It simply means that 4% of people fairly shot didn't have no damn weapons. That don't mean they was innocent. That means that they didn't get a chance to go to court to figure out whether they was innocent or not. So think about this, y'all. 4%. Why don't they say that? Because if they say it was just 4%, right, you wouldn't holler and scream. You wouldn't be up in arms. You wouldn't be rioting. You'd be like, let me let me think about that for a minute. Hmm, that's interesting. Over and over and over again, they put fear in your damn heart. Man, fear is a terrible thing to have. You ever try to play sports and have fear? You ever try to live life with fear? You ever try to navigate this crazy world again with fear? You just can't do it. So the news media outlets, social media, the people, the, the quote-unquote fake black power people, man, they actually promote fear, man. Oh, the white man is a devil. Oh, we can't do this. We can't do that. Man, that's called fear. That's because you can't do it. Oh, they ain't going to never give us reparations. You know what I'm saying? They ain't going to never do this, man. They ain't going to cut the check. How can you expect your enemy to cut the check? Shut the hell up. I'm, I don't live my life in fear. Plain and simple. So even when I broke law, I wasn't scared. In the face of the FBI, DIA, uh, uh, knockers, Baltimore City Sheriff Department, Police Department, man, we broke law, man. We wasn't scared. We had no fear in our heart. We did what we wanted to do. So I don't understand not being able to do what I don't want to do. I don't understand that. I don't even, I don't even perceive that. I never think that I can't uh, progress. I never think that. That's not a my vocabulary. I never think I can't make that damn tackle or that damn interception, right? Or make that damn bucket. I never think that. No matter what I did, I never think that. I never thought that I couldn't come through, right? And educate a community that was pseudo the hell out. I never thought I couldn't do it. Nowhere in my mind did I think that. 
Now I know science is hard, and so the crowds ain't as large as they need to be. We're gonna keep knocking at it. I know that. So I'm saying, calm down. Four percent, right? So watch this. It's the ninety-six percent that got weapons, charging the police and all that. Thunder the barbarian nonsense crap and superhero television shit. That's the group that get innocent people like us in trouble and get shot. So like a cell phone and like a gun. So you gotta know that out there in them streets, man, shit moving fast. Y'all just gotta know that, right? And to expect people to make a proper determination every time in your damn life is a bunch of malarkey. Oh yeah, y'all living in a Channing Forest where, you know, you pull out the cell phone, you just finished running, white guy just finished running from the police, right? He turns around with a cell phone, right? Pulls it out and everything slows down. The officer say, hold, uh, uh, hold on, he has a cell phone. That's the world y'all want to live in. That's the Enchanted Forest. That ain't how they go down. What's going on, Josh? I see you, bro. Appreciate that conversation, man. Everybody is part of the educational process around here. I'm not a damn cult leader. If you got something to say about what I'm talking about, man, hit me up. Let's talk about it like me and Josh did. I'm going to reiterate what me and Josh was talking about real fast. Josh was basically saying, when you say cut the check, I'm thinking just money. Our people aren't ready for having money. Our people ain't, and I was like, yo, it ain't our choice to determine whether a person is ready for money or not. They just need their money. But I understand the value completely in what you're saying. You're basically saying there has to be more than money. And Josh is right. It has to be more than money. We need residuals. We need education. We need institutions. Right? We, we need training. We need, watch this. Why do we need all these things? Because the more institutions you have, the more positive training you got, the more, what's up LeBron, LeBron James, the more, the more you got, the more the crime rate lessens. The better your social economic status, the more you can see the end game. Like, like, like I had it. Like, like I, I was taught to play chess at about 11 years old at the rec center, y'all. So I understood the end game. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like I know you got to be four or five steps ahead in chess. So, so, so when I hustled, right, I, I knew the rule was don't buy no fucking car. Like, that's the rule. You hustling, don't buy no motherfucking car, man. And if you get enough money, live your ass out of town because you never, you, how they say, you never shit where you lay your head. So when everybody see you in the hood, they see you driving some regular shit that they can afford. And then the hate go away. Niggas ain't hating on you because you got some regular shit they can get. You drive around that bitch rimmed up, brand new Benz, Lex, and all that shit. Your ass is grass. Then niggas start hating for no reason. They just hate the fact that they can't get the shit. Not to mention the police. It's like a, it's like a sign on your car. That nigga got it. See, because I played chess and we understood that. Simple as that. Back to my points. I'm going to give you these numbers one more time. 96% of the people that are shot by police got fucking weapons on them. From toy guns to real guns. Stop carrying fucking toy guns. Right? Uh, the young brother that was in the park with the damn uh, water gun. I mean, goddamn. I don't support that crazy. The police diving out the car shooting. That's some bullshit. 
So under no circumstances am I saying that your kids shouldn't be able to play with water guns in their backyard. I'm saying is I don't have my goddamn kids outside playing with fucking water guns no more. I'm right there on the scene. When my son want to shoot his little BB gun, whatever, yo, we go somewhere and I'm looking around like we breaking law. I mean, you got to do that shit because they're not going to give us the break you're looking for. See, stop being in the enchanted forest. Understand where the hell you at. Remember, scientific literacy will show you where you at and who you are. So if you think you white and you think you are an American for real, for real, for real, right? And you doing everything everybody else do. But remember, yo, your shit got to be triple that. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to be successful, you got to be triple better than them. Y'all forgot that rule, man? Y'all got too motherfucking comfortable, man, in my opinion. Y'all really think because a person got on a police uniform that the, the, the gun shit don't mean nothing and they're going to have reasonable thoughts and situations. Y'all crazy, man. So I'm not talking about the fact that the brother that just got, got shot, right? I'm not even talking about him. I'm not talking about him running, rusting with the police and running towards his car with his children in it. I'm not even talking about that. I ain't on that, so don't act like, oh, they're going to unk doing that. No, I'm not. I'm saying me personally, though, if some niggas got some guns on me, because that's what I see. Whenever I see guns, I don't see the badge. I don't see none of that shit. I see individuals with fucking guns, and I will I will act accordingly. I'm either going to break. If I'm breaking, I'm not breaking towards my motherfucking car with my babies in that motherfucker. I'm going to break the other motherfucking way away from my car. I'm not going to run and try to get in the car. Not doing it. Matter of fact, if my kid's in the car, I'm turning that way and I'm not moving and I'm talking the police off the fucking ledge because I know I can talk them off the fucking ledge and I don't care what y'all say. Hopefully. Ain't shit perfect. So I ain't talking about that. The brother did what he did. Y'all all seen it. I'm not saying it's his fault. And under no circumstance do I think that brother deserved to die. I think that brother deserves his time in motherfucking court. Like every fucking body else, like the nitwit that shot the people in the goddamn church, they captured this motherfucking ass and took his bitch ass to McDonald's. That's some bullshit. But if y'all think y'all gonna get that break every time, you're living in an enchanted forest and you blackly black black and the shit's not gonna happen. So y'all need to man the fuck up. Y'all need to woman the hell up and realize that this shit ain't no joke around here. That there are different standards going on. But you got to recognize that and you got to adjust your game accordingly. If they keep blocking my motherfucking shot, why I keep putting that shit up? Pump fake on their motherfucking ass. Till we can get you to position where we can have power and enact the rules and regulations that we need. That's what we got to do. So don't let them scare you. Oh, they shooting us at a high. I'm scared. You got, you got NBA players talking about, yo, I'm scared for my family and all that. Come on, man. It's 4% of the people getting shot. So it's not a, you, you stand a greater risk of getting shot by people in your own damn community. And no, I'm not talking about the black and black crime. That's not for this conversation. Because I don't give a damn about the black and black crime. Right now, we're talking about the goddamn kidnapping of African people, right? And the kidnapping of our mind. That's what we're talking about. So that we can calm down and put the proper protocol in place for us. You can't be fucking emotional if you're going to win a fucking championship. And you can't be goddamn emotional if you're going to navigate through this fucking world. Man, humans are emotional. You know, I'm emotional now. But when it's time to calm down, you got to calm the goddamn down. Focus, y'all. Don't let them take you away. So the more you worry about police brutality, the more you holler about, I want you to treat us fair, the more you give them lead room to forget about the real issue. Black people, ladies and fucking gentlemen, the real issue is cut the goddamn check.
Because if you cut the goddamn check, which includes reparations, education, institutions, uh, uh, um, uh, prolonged checks coming for lifetime investments, all that for me. Oh, um, that's a lot. What you mean that's a lot? These people got trade. Listen, y'all. Y'all playing, man. Listen, man. They got it, y'all. And know what? I, I'm going to give them a little break. Y'all ain't got to give us all the money at one time, man. I need generations paid, bro. I need to make sure that we always get in the check. That ain't hard, because guess what, y'all? The transcontinental kidnap trade. Now, listen to this. It was, I'm going to say it slow. It was the global economy. I'll say this one more time. It was the global economy. Do you know what global economy means? It was global trade, man. Like right now, they got trade networks of oil. Oil is part of the global economy, right? And if something happens to the oil, the fucking prices go up and down. If you fuck with the oil wells over here in Iraq and shit, that's why they whipped Saddam Hussein ass, because he was fucking with the global economy, y'all. So slavery during that time was the global economy. And it had to get done because it fueled Europeanisms. It fueled racism, white supremacy. It fueled the age of exploration for the Europeans. And it put them in the driver's seat. Because the, the gun went off. Pow! The race started. Pow! And they was off and running. And your ass was in slavery. So you wonder why Africa is what it is because they colonize this shit. You wonder why why we are? Because they kidnapped our minds. Your mind has been kidnapped to the point where you watch the news over and over again. You see black people getting shot. You think there's a million black people getting shot. You look at the numbers. You ignore the numbers, right? And you say the hell with the numbers. We need to fight for police brutality. No, fight for your goddamn money, bro. Because once you raise your social, social economic status, that can only be raised, right? Watch this. A few people can rise above, right? I had, I had to realize this. Some people can rise above. Some people can make right choices. Some people, not the majority of us. The majority of us are actually caught up in the transcontinental kidnapping trade that was translated through our mentality based off of the fact that our... Our, our, our culture, our language, our, who we are, our being, all got erased, right? And downloaded the Islam, Christianity, goddamn Judaism, which supplants your real culture with their culture because the Bible, Old Testament, New Testament, and the Quran are ancestral shrines for other people's goddamn culture. And I don't care what y'all say, it's other people's customs and traditions, right? And it puts you in a position of being subservient. It, it, it makes you run around. When you practice Islam, Judaism, Christianity, you're walking around with a goddamn inferiority complex, and I don't care what y'all say. So at the end of the day, let me get out of here, because I start talking about religion, niggas start running. Oh, I don't want to live on you, oh my God. So I'm going to get off that. Calm down. We're not getting shot up like that. Just calm down. Look at the numbers. Breathe. Take your time. Breathe. And so it is a travesty. Travesty. And human beings, specifically the African-American, my babies have to come home and be afraid of the police. It is a travesty that my babies got to walk around this world in fear. It is a travesty that we're not afforded the same opportunities as everybody else. 
It's a travesty, y'all. So much so that I'm telling you, the only way to close the gap, the economic, social, mental gap, right, is that they cut the damn check. Hey, look, I'm out of here, man. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all, man. Make sure y'all tune in to The Real Black. It is on fire, man. We go live Friday, man. Uh, make sure y'all subscribe to the Pseudo Killers. Man, subscribe, man. We ain't got no subscribers over there, man. We need y'all support, man. Hey, man, hit that cash app, man. Uh, Unka Keck. All right, do that, man. Support, man. I love y'all, man. I appreciate y'all, man. Look, cool the heads, man. Get that resource, man. Washington Post fatal shootings. I'm going to make sure I put it in the video for y'all, man. And I want y'all to pull it out because I'm going to go over this uh, Friday. I'm going to go. I'm, we're going to read the names. We're going to read what kind of weapons they had. It's important, man. Stop being afraid, man. Everybody chill out, man. Yeah, it's a fucking problem, man. But also the problem is that y'all trying to talk about everything else but the goddamn reparations, man. That's the shit you're supposed to tear this motherfucker down for. Goddamn, that was your fucking money. Like, you don't make it in America without that. That's the shit to keep the community in the low economic status is not having jobs, not having money. But, I mean, why would I go rob a woman? No, some niggas gonna rob regardless. White people gonna rob regardless. Chinese people gonna rob regardless. If you're just a criminal, you're just gonna be a criminal, man. But the majority of us aren't criminals in the black community. The more majority of black people do not use drugs, the more majority of black people are not lazy, and the more majority of black people, you know what I'm saying, want a better way. Okay? So, man, once you get things in place properly, like functioning human beings do, where's my, watch this, where's my example of black people being functional? Pre-colonial Africa. Pockets of African-Americans in America. You know what I'm saying? We built different, different communities functioning properly so we could do it. Okay? But man, they got it. Look, man, the only way y'all gonna do what y'all really think y'all wanna do, man, if there is no other way out of this, y'all. You can't, I used to think you could power through it, make the right decisions. No, all of us is not built like that, y'all. You know, the majority of human beings aren't, aren't built, aren't, aren't you know what I'm saying? Everybody can't be a goddamn business owner. And everybody can't just get off of drugs in one day like I did. After being strung out for 15 years, just wake up one morning and say, fuck that shit. Everybody can't do it. Everybody can't stop using drugs and then the next day start selling drugs. Because that's what literally would have to be. We've been raised a certain way. Our minds have been kidnapped. The institutions, the educational process has governed us to be a certain way. Our worldview is completely different. We look at the world through the eyes of our oppressor. And see, that's why African institutions and African protocols and African spirituality is important. But you know I said that's why they're important. I ain't say you had to practice the shit. What I said was, you should always get a good, tight look at it and understand that your ancestors had the ability to be very, very, very creative in developing their different systems. And you too should be creative. I ain't say bring the Stone Age shit to the Space Age. I ain't say that. Look, y'all, I'm out, man. I love y'all to death, man. Peace.